Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Ricky Rocket, he's poison drummer, also throat cancer survivor. Official head and neck cancer awareness spokesperson as well. And he joins us today here in our broadcast. And uh, I believe I also have Jay Izzo with us. Jay, can you hear me, my friend? Well, we'll see. We'll, Jay, will, Jay will get with us here in a few moments. Um, Ricky, talk to us about your experience being diagnosed and treated for throat cancer. Talk to me about this. Well, what happened was a few summers back, uh, I got a sore throat along with the whole family, but only mine didn't go away. And then I noticed a... Um, a lymph node was sort of popping out and it didn't feel gushy it was firm and so i went to my ent and he scoped me and he said look we and when i say scope they kind of go up your nose and down your throat and uh and it's not as invasive as you think it is um and he said you know we got to biopsy something i'm not feeling good about this so you know pretty much from that moment on my life changed quite a bit um and after several weeks of biopsies and examinations, they determined it was squamous cell carcinoma. So I wound up having a, five, a little over a five-centimeter um, tumor on my tongue and uh, two associated lymph nodes on the right side. Everything was kind of on the right side. Uh, usually it's on one side or the other more. And so I underwent um, chemotherapy and radiation, and uh, at the end of three months, you got to wait, you know, for to get your imaging. And the imaging, finally, when we looked at it, showed that it had not gone away. And, in fact, it had sort of moved around a little bit. So uh, I looked for an alternative because my alternative was cut the tongue out or continue with, uh, with chemo, which wasn't working. And uh, we found immunotherapy. So I went down to San Diego and met with Dr. Ezra Cohen. And he put me on a clinical trial, and nine weeks later, I was 90% remission, and 18 weeks later, I was in complete remission, and I've been in complete remission ever since, and that was three years ago. Holy smokes. Jay. Uh, yeah, so quite a ride. <laughs> yeah, Ricky, this is amazing. Jay, Jay what, what do you make of this? Well, hey, hey, Ricky, how are you? Jay Izzo here. Jay to the Izzo. Hey, Jay, how you doing, How are buddy? you, man? One of the best voices in radio, by the way. I just have to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. It, I, I owe it all to Jiggy Jaguar. He, he's taught. He's, he's taught my voice. I know. Uh, this, what a what a trip for you having to deal with all that. So. When you're going through that thing, because my my wife had squeamish cell on her face, and she was scared to death. And, uh, you know, because she had to have this all done. I mean, where were you at with that whole thing? Oh, I mean, fear is the cornerstone of a disease like that, uh, without a doubt. And, you know, I mean, you literally face death. You look at it right in the face, and it affects you for the rest of your life. And you're always afraid that it's right around the corner again. Um, and, uh, you know, so it takes some adjustment to get used to that idea 
Um, and uh, I don't know if you ever completely get used to it, but, um, you know, as time goes on, you know, you start feeling more and more confident. And at three years out, I'm way more confident than I was sure. three months out. <laughs> right. And so this head and neck cancer uh, awareness week uh, that just happened, right? Just a couple about, well, last week, right? Was it last week? Was it week before? Yeah. Right. It ended on the 14th, technically. And and so talk to us a little bit about, you know, head and neck cancer awareness. We, I mean, how, what was your involvement? How much was it? And what, would, what, was your, what was your impression of what they're doing and where they're headed and where they're going? Well, this is the thing, Jay. The, this, believe it or not, this is almost a preventable cancer quite frankly, and uh, it, it, from two fronts. Now, there are the outliers, okay, but putting that aside for a second, people that don't smoke and use tobacco, that's a huge step, okay, for any kind of head or neck or mouth oral cancer of any kind, okay? That is on the decline because a lot less people are doing those things. What is on the incline is HPV-related cancer. That's human papillomavirus. That is the same virus that causes warts, um, and the, the, it's a highly, highly contagious thing. Uh, women can get tested for it uh, with a pap smear, but men, unfortunately, do not have that option yet. And so that can be, that virus can cause uh, cancer, and, and I mean, penile cancer, and, uh, you know, uh, cervical in women, and all sorts of things. So what's on the rise is the head and neck cancer. And if you get the immunization uh, at a younger age, or even even now, even when people, I think you can get up to 35 now or something, insurance pays for it, uh, it can greatly, greatly reduce the chances of you ever getting an HPV-related cancer. So with the next generation or so, we're going to knock this down in a huge way. But I, so part of the reason I'm doing this is to let people know, you don't have to go through what I went through. I mean, you know, I'm all on the immunotherapy train if you do get it, uh, or any kind of cancer. I think um, it's used for so many different cancers these days, immunotherapy, that is. But if you can just avoid it in the first place, the HPV vaccine, I'm going to give it to my kids the minute they turn 12 or 11, and uh, I recommend other people do it. I know there's a lot of pushback with vaccines, but honestly, (laughs) there isn't a side effect that is worse than cancer. <laughs> no, I, I no, I totally agree with you, and I'm I am all on board with you on this. And I was about to say, in light of recent um, battles that we've had, right, with vaccines and things like that, I'm like going, I'm, I'm I'm in total agreement with you. Listen, if opening up your mouth and saying ah and getting a vaccine to is preventable, why would you not? Why would we not want to do this, Ricky? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, this group of people stand on that side of the room and you have less of a chance of getting this than if you stand on that side of the room. I'm going to take the first option. I mean, you know, it's, it's just kind of simple math. So, you know, I hope people see it that way. It doesn't, you know, they've done a lot of studies. It doesn't make your kids want to go out and have sex any more or less. It doesn't have any impact on that. I know that's a big topic with a lot of people. This isn't birth control. Right. Uh, that's a whole other subject. Uh, you know, because they're even saying that deep kissing, you can spread HPV. Uh, there's that possibility now that they're looking into. And there is some uh, uh, clinical trials uh, with men to uh, to find it. Um, uh, so, you know, there, there's all sorts of 
um, new stuff on the horizon. But right now, our best defense is that vaccination. So d- during during uh, head and neck um, week that we had here a week ago, how many people do you think, you know, probably, or do you have any numbers on how many people actually did the free scanning? I don't. I, I'm waiting for those numbers. Uh, okay. I'd love to share them with you, but uh, I, unfortunately, I don't have them yet. Yeah, I, I was just curious because this is the 21st. This was the 21st year of it. A lot of people don't realize this was the 21st year of um, Head and Neck Cancer Awareness Week, and uh, I mean, it's just a. It's a really cool. By the way, uh, it's headandneck.org for people if you're wanting to learn more information about what Ricky Rocket is talking about here on the Jiggy Jaguar experience. It's, uh, it's just go to headandneck.org and you can learn so much more about head and neck cancer, uh, the Head and Neck Cancer Alliance and Head and Neck Cancer Awareness Week. Uh, which Ricky, and my video's up there, Jay. Yeah, the, no, it is. I'm looking right at it. I think you got Jude up there with you, as a matter of fact, don't you? Yeah. Is that, yeah, you know, I got my little boy on there with me. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, and you know what? It's a scary sight to look at if you you know if you if you disassemble and sort of look at the components. But the fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of really good outcomes from this. Most of them are actually if you if you just jump on it and get it done and get it fixed. So I don't want people to be afraid to find out because that's the opposite way to handle this. Um, you know what I mean? It really is not a good way. If you feel anything wrong, like you're having trouble swallowing, you can't get food down, you're sore, you have a lymph node sticking out, you don't know why, get into an ENT preferably. You can start with your regular doctor, but you're going to wind up in an ENT where they just put this little tube through your down your nose. It doesn't hurt. It takes, I mean, I get it every uh, six months. And, and it's not a big deal at all. Trust me when I tell you, not a big deal. And then, and then you know. And uh, you know, if they see anything funky, they'll you know they'll jump on it right away. So, and a lot of times it isn't that. A lot of times it's not right. cancer. There are other things that happen down there. So, you know, don't be afraid. Get out there and 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 get it looked at if you have any questions. Well, and Ricky, I'm I'm sure that over the years, uh, the testing and everything has improved from from where it was decades ago. Yes. Um, a little bit. I mean, they, you know, I think the scopes are better. I mean, I think the equipment's better. I think they have more history now. Um, and definitely with the treatment, the treatment is way better, even than it just was two or three years ago when I started treatment. Um, treatment is better now, and there's more options now. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, my, my fitness trainer had it 21 years ago. And back then, man, he had 42 treatments of, of, uh, of radiation and uh, chemo and surgery. I mean, they butchered this guy. Um, but they did what they knew how to do and how they could handle it. People don't have to go through as much these days. They shouldn't have to. And we'll get to a place one day where it will be immunotherapy will be the go-to thing for head and neck cancer because it responds uh, pretty well. They're finding out that they, they've got a lot of uh, combinations that work well for it it's just a matter of time before you can knock it out with immunotherapy so you know um i I can't wait to see that day so how cool was it though that they chose this the second album that you guys ever did as their theme right it was open up and say ah that's the that was your that was the name of your second album that you poison did and what a cool way to 
you know, right? Kind of. I just thought that was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, man. It was. I thought a- it was. I thought it was very cool. I thought it was great that they, you know, got creative with it. And, you know what I mean? It made it, it, you know, try to have as much fun as you can with something that isn't fun at all. <laughs> you know? Right, 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 right. But I, I mean, but isn't that? I mean, l- let's be honest with, about whenever we talk about the c word because we don't, we really don't want to say cancer. None, none of us do. No, no, of course not. So. And, 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 you know, let's be honest as guys, because there's three guys on this call right now. All right, let's just be honest, okay? We don't want to – sometimes we just don't want to know. We, we would rather sure. – right? We would almost rather not know than get the checkup. And so I think – you know, to, to me, right? I mean, listen, I'm a guy. I get it. I, I sometimes don't want to get because I don't want to know. I don't want to know if there's anything bad, which is actually the worst thing to do, right? Well, it is with this kind of stuff. I mean, this isn't like, you know, like you may have done something to your back. Do I get an MRI because I might have a disc or not, a problem or not, you know, that that kind of stuff can wait. This is something that can't. This is a different type of thing. This is something that grows. And, uh, you know, and I'm not telling people to wait with a back right. problem either. But right. what I'm saying is is that this is, you know, you can't ignore that, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, it doesn't go away on its own. Where some other medical things might. You know, you get a sprain, you get, you know, sports injuries. Some of those things get better on their own. This is the type of thing, no. And and there isn't, uh, you know, I haven't seen, and there's no evidence of some kind of a holistic medicine that works for right. real, true cancer. I mean, a lot of people are reaching for that stuff, and I get it. You want hope with that, but honestly... Um, I think people waste a lot of time, and people die trying to try to do it that way. Uh, and it worries me to see that. And, and I'm being very bold by saying that people say, "Oh, yeah, well, you can take this or you can take that." And you know, honestly, it's 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 worrisome to me that people try to treat themselves like that. I, I, amen, brother. And I, 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 the music connection to me is a big deal, you know, because music. You know, you've been you've been a musician your whole life, and and of course, I know your love of motorcycles and drones, as well. But the thing about this album, open up and say, ah, as it relates back to the the neck and head cancer, is the, the album is actually kind of cool because you know what it does. I, listen, I remember these songs, all right. So, the, you know, the second track on the album is nothing but a good time, and I don't mean. But it, the truth of the matter is, this these were happy music. You know, even every rose has a thorn was on that album, which was one was 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 simply your biggest hit, as as poison I think sold more singles than any of, the, of your singles. But it was really cool to me to go. Okay, this this is a huge album that they connected to what you're supporting and what you're doing. And it's a great listening album. And to me, if you just listen to the album and go to the doctor I, and just put your you know, headphones in, you'll say, ah, I'm just telling you, folks, you'll say, ah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great idea. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, and I've had other people reach out to me that have had, you know, other cancers and even this one and stuff and say, hey, you know, music helped me get through. And that's the power of music, you know what I mean? And, you know, it gets, it gets you through a run. It gets you, you know, even even some of the Desert Storm guys saying, you know, they were blessed and come hell or high water, you know, on day three of the first Iraq invasion. I mean, you know, it's just, it's that power of music, you know, it's just awesome. Yeah, it is. It it is, and you know, you you know, I, you know, I've been so privileged to speak to 
so many you know professional musicians like yourself and uh, whenever I do that, I want to just, I always say to, want to say to you, as I said to many others, thank you for giving me, you know, sometimes that two, three, four minutes of escape, you know, listening to a track or a song or something that you've done, because I really appreciate that because it, it, there's something powerful about what you have created and are a part of that allows us to escape for a few minutes our problems. And, uh, well, you know what? I always say that, you know, music is, is a lot like sex. Even when it's bad, it's good. You know what I mean? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I say that about pizza, actually. I say that about pizza, man. I always say, you know, hey, look, pizza done bad is pretty good, you know? so <laughs> Right, right, of course. <laughs> right, sex. I mean, right, even done badly, it's still pretty darn good. I don't know, I don't know how to Yeah, explain. right. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that to At you, At least man. we like to think so. <laughs> I'll go on thinking that about myself, you know? <laughs> Don't push my wife. You'd have to ask my wife more clearly if that's true or not. I can't. I can't actually. I'm, I'm kind of bragging on myself here, but she would be the true test of all that. Um, but no, it does. And I think that's what's cool about connecting all this together is connecting the music and connecting uh, you to it, connecting that particular album to what you're doing and what you're supporting. It's 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 an amazing cause but I, I i listen i know that we're supposed to talk about this and certain things but i i can't help because i've done so much research on you i, I just can't help. i want to just let you know i love the ricky uh the rocket vlog on youtube thank it's, you so much yeah i really thank really, you I, I mean i've really put a lot of energy into that i'm getting ready to upload tomorrow uh, a new one called The Legend of Charman. That one was kind of fun to make. And so I'm having a lot of fun. I'm getting a lot of traction with a lot of these mystery sort of legends. Oh, the Margaret Rutledge thing is awesome. I love the mysterious death of Margaret Rutledge that you did, a Vlog 54. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I you know, I, it, I might be able to get into that house, so I'm, I'm really gunning for that. Uh, so... But I have some updates to that story, too, uh, because I found out I thought that the uh, the murder or the death or whatever occurred upstairs in that bedroom, in one of those three bedrooms. It did not. It occurred in that bottom, uh, on the bottom floor, and it's the one that I immediately went to and stuck my camera through the window. That's the one. Nice. That's nice. the one. That was a bedroom at that time. Nice. So, and the husband was in cahoots with the sheriff in town. Of course he was. So he played he played <laughs> poker with the sheriff. So yeah. does that mean he did it? No. Does that mean he was involved? No. But uh, a little funny, the yeah. rifle was stood up in the corner when they found the body. So how did that happen? Yeah, you can see here's here's the thing, Ricky. Looks like a duck. Has feathers like a duck. May or may not be a duck, but boy, there's some shady. I, I love that. So I, I love conspiracy anything. Okay, because to me, that's what makes the world go round. But the vlog is great. By the way, we're talking with Ricky Rocket, the drummer for Poison, and uh, you can find him, by the way, at on Twitter at Ricky Rocket, and that's R I K K I. R-O-C-K-E-T-T, and you can also um, check out his blog, man, the Rocket Vlog, and uh, it's uh, R-O-C-K-E-T-T, and it's the vlog, V-L-O-G, it's the video log there, and then also, you know what, why not Why not just like his Facebook page, too, it's uh, Ricky Rocket, just just go Facebook Ricky Rocket, man, he's all over yep. the internet and everything, you can find him so easy, and he's joining us here today on the Jiggy Jaguar Experience. I'm Jay Izzo. Man, I'm like Johnny Cash, I've been everywhere, man. Yeah, <laughs> 
Yeah, man. As, as, I, as, I, as, I tell, as I often tell people, because I do so much social media myself, I always say, listen, if you can't find me, it's because I've now died. So uh, that's no reason. That's, <laughs> that's now awesome. I'm going about you, Ricky. The only reason you can't find Ricky is because Ricky's gone. Uh, but uh, yeah. he's not. He's that's still not going to happen. Uh-uh, yeah. I got to stick around. <laughs> you got to stick around. Yeah, Jude and Lucy need you, man. All right, we all need you, so we need to we need to do that. But anyway, you can find him and 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 listen. Download the Jiggy Jaguar app as well as we sit in here, um, having a really fun time with Ricky Rocket here on the Jiggy Jaguar experience. So, by the way, I can I can I also jump in and say this? I love the Rocket drum kits. I, Thank you. Thank you so much. I have looked at those. I'm not a drummer. I'm a hack uh, guitar player, piano player. But um, I, some of the stuff that you've created with the Rocket Drum Kits are really, really cool, man. Some of those designs that you've created, those are really cool. You know, cool. I, wish I, was still, I wish I was still doing it, man. Uh, I, I, unfortunately, the, the, I'm not uh, building right now. When I went through cancer, I lost the business. Um, because I wasn't there. I mean, I was there pretty much every day, and unfortunately, I, I just I couldn't be. And you know, my guys, um, you know, they they have families. They have right. they need to make money. So, you know, they had to go other directions and look for work. And unfortunately, I just uh, to start that whole thing up again would be quite a bit of money. But uh, I, I'm never going to say never because uh, right. I love the business. I really, honestly do. Yeah, you you created some great stuff. I just I just want to commend you on that. And and I was kind of under the impression that maybe you weren't probably doing that anymore. But I really I really encourage people to check out the the stuff that he created, the Rocket Drum Kits and the Rocket Drum Snares, and and they're awesome. And uh, matter of fact, I think you did some pink sticks for breast cancer and stuff like that at the time. And you were doing some really cool. Yes, we did something for April Samuels. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, I would love to, you know, I, what, what I'd love to find is somebody that I could sort of partner with uh, a, a, another drum company and sort of come back into the market that way. But uh, right now, I just sort of, you know, I had to just sit it aside for a little bit and get better and, you know, get everything back on track. So, yeah, listen, we'll drum- see what happens in the future. Yeah, I mean, listen, if a drum company is listening right now or if you're listening to this on a podcast, you just heard Ricky. He's just opening himself up. Why don't you go check out his some of his stuff, right? Ricky's willing to get back into the drum kit creation business. If you're a drum company, Tama, whatever, why don't you just give Ricky a call and have him start creating some new drums? You guys could use a little flavor. It's just my suggestion. Okay, Pearl, you could use a little flavor in those drums, right? Why not call Ricky? Have him come in. Ricky Rocket will be happy to design. Do they do that okay, Ricky? You know, I've offered myself a few times to... To various drum companies and said, look, you know, I could be your custom department because this is what I do. I, I really like to get in the head, inside the head of drummers' right. minds, essentially, and find out really what makes them tick and, and really come up with stuff that is just, because the, the, a drum kit's the centerpiece right. of, of any stage, really. And, you know, a drummer can't keep changing instruments all night like a guitar player can or a bass player. You know, we're stuck with the same thing the whole night and the whole tour, typically. So, you know, it's really got to be over the top, and it's really got to work for the person physically, and it's got to look great, and it's got to sound great. And I was good at putting all those elements together. Um, That's sort of my magic, really, I feel like. That's that's awesome. So, So... let me, let me, I, I got to ask the question, right? Because, you know, that's what I do. And, and, and so are we looking at another poison tour coming up? 
Yes, we've been talking about touring next summer, uh, next spring. Um, I, I'm not sure when it would start, but typically we start in the spring. It may start earlier than that. We've talked about other music, but I don't. Nothing is on the books right now with either thing, but I think it will be on the books soon, and we'll, I'll be able to. We'll be able to make an announcement. Uh, right now, we haven't, you know, said okay, this is the month we're going to do this, and this is the month we're going to do it. Let's sign it up and get it going we haven't done that part of it yet but i'm confident we will are you doing anything with the devil city angels i am not right now brandon's sort of off doing his own little thing right now with a solo thing that he's doing uh and uh of course tracy guns stepped out a while ago to go back to la guns which i think was a great move for him sure. uh, as much as i loved having him in the band we started the devil city angels uh, I love working with that guy. He's a, he's awesome. He's you know legendary. But you know, I mean, so's LA Guns, and to see that band together with him is, you know, that's awesome. That's the way it should be. What is the most difficult thing as you get a little older? Because you look like you're still you know 25. I don't know how you do it. I'm just jealous as heck. Oh, over. thank you, man. <laughs> uh, but how? What is the difference in touring now? at this point versus when you were in your 20s touring what's the, what's the biggest difference for you um i think you know I, actually it's very demanding right now uh oddly enough but it's demanding in a different way i think in a healthier way uh we do a lot of meet and greets now we meet a lot of fans and that that is you know people don't know how tiring that is you think mm-hmm. people only think of that 30 seconds, 90 seconds that you say hi to somebody, hey, how you doing? You take a picture. They think, how bad can that be? But if you you go two or three minutes with 70 people, you know, add up that time and the amount of energy and the smile you're trying to do and the questions you're trying to answer and you know, if your if your feet ache that day from something or you have to pee or I mean, you know, we're human beings, you know what I'm saying? But so but it's fine because we love fans, we love to meet our fans. So we do all that. But it you know, sort of at the end of the day, you know, it's like it's like the first time I ever went snowboarding. Like at the end of the day, I thought I was going to die. I was, I was having so much fun. I didn't realize how tired I was. But you go back to, to your dressing room, you're like, oh my god, do I have anything in me for the show? Right. <laughs> uh, well, I just gave them my show. You know, I, I well, I, 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 you know, I met Zach Brown. Uh, did one of those meet and greet things, and I met Zach Brown and the Zach Brown Band uh, a year ago. And he was out here in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. And I, I felt so bad. The first thing I said to Zach is, I'm sorry, because I know this is exhausting. Right? And, and you know, I apologized to him. And he said, oh, it was cool. It was exhausting. I knew that it was, you know, I knew that it was just, and I and I told my wife, I said, look, I said, we're not going to ask him any questions. We're going to thank them for their art. Tell them that we're so sorry that we put them through this. Because I said, they're tired. And then they got to put on a show. I said, they, they, there's well, 75 I mean, Here's the thing. You know, you plan for it. You, right. This is part of, of, of what you're doing. So, you know, if, you, if you're a person that wants to party and stay up really super late every night and then go and do a sound check and play the show, you might be able to pull that off. Then you add some other things, radio station visit, meet and greets, all of a sudden you can't go to bed as late. You got Something's got to go. And if you're not willing to do that, 
you're going to be tired. You're going to look tired. You're going to start to age fast. You're going to, you know, all those things. You can't do it all, man. You know what I mean? And the thing that's important to me is that when we go on the road, we deliver a great show and we're cordial to our fans. You know what I mean? Um, and so that takes priority over, over anything. So when somebody's like, come on, dude, let's go have a beer. It's like, you know, if I do that, it's going to be three beers or four or on and on and on. And you know what? I ain't going to make meet and greet the next day. I'm not going to make sound check the next day you know and and uh i mean this is where bands start to go downhill when people ask us about our longevity it's it's really super simple our work ethic hasn't changed i mean i do feel like the dynamic has changed of course we're not connected at the hip like we were when we were 27 years old you know and everywhere we went we were with each other um it's not like that we have families we've grown up but you know uh you know our work ethic is the same. We still want to get out there, and when we're on the road, you know, we're there to do business, man. We're there to play music and and have a great time with the fans. That's what we're there to do. Everything else is second. Is it still fun for you? It's a blast for me. I mean, to grab a bus and a trailer and throw my motorcycle in the back and you know, ride all over the place, meet people, see people I haven't seen in a year, uh, play for people. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, sample the food from all these different places. It's fucking awesome. I mean, honestly, it is. I, is it tiring? Yeah, of course it is. Um, but, you know, vacations are tiring. How many times do you come back from a vacation and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted? I need a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> well, I need a vacation yes. from tour only because I'm tired from having a good time. <laughs> I, 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 I totally get it. We're talking with Ricky Rocket, drummer for Poison here on the Jiggy Jaguar Experience. Jiggy's there in the background, occasionally laughing, and uh, my name is Jay Izzo. Otherwise, no, it's Internet Doctor or Jay to the Izzo or whatever you want to call me. And we're having a great discussion talking yes. not only about Poison and his, and his time as a musician, but also we want to make sure that we bring total awareness uh, to uh, HPV-attributed throat cancer. He's a, a HPV-attributed throat cancer survivor. And, uh, the, of course, Poison's album, which was called Open Up and Say Ah, is the theme for uh, head and head and neck cancer alliance and for 2019 and so we're encouraging you to open up and say ah, go get yourself checked go get your if you have a child 11 12 years old the the, the you can get you can get your child uh, uh, an antivirus shot and um, don't be afraid of it folks because the alternative is far worse so make sure that we do that yes. and we're talking music and we're talking drum kits and we're talking all sorts of things because we're about to talk motorcycles with Ricky <laughs> and you can find Ricky at Ricky Rocket uh, at Twitter just R-I-K-K-I R-O-C-K-E-T-T both on Twitter and Facebook and he's got the Rocket Vlog V-L-O-G on YouTube make sure you check that out as well he's got all sorts of social media and all sorts of ways that you can reach out to him, and uh, you, you need to w look at his stuff, folks. And by the way, if you're a drum manufacturer, Ricky um, is willing to partner up with you. Uh, take a look at his stuff, because I think it would be worthwhile for you to do that as well. I want to talk to you about the motorcycle thing, because you have, you don't just like motorcycles. This is a passion for you, motorcycles. I am the motorcycle evangelist, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've kind of I toyed around with that moniker just out of jest, and somebody laughed so hard about it. I forget who it was. I think it was one of the guys working on my house. I said, you know what? I just I have to use that. Like, 
Yeah. Like, why not? Like, it's kind. It's so ridiculous. You know, it's like saying, like, I'm a two-wheel pastor. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, you know, I looked at it and I went to myself, you know, motorcycle sales are down across the board. And it's because a new generation is riding them less. And I want to encourage the new generation to ride because it is such an awesome experience. And uh, so I feel like I'm a little bit of the guy that runs to the four corners of the world and preaches the gospel of riding motorcycles. So I am the evangelist. <laughs> I sound like David Lee Roth right now, don't I? I you do. You actually, you do kind of sound like David Lee Roth. I was going to say, you're the. Oh, you're, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's Ricky Rocket. I'm just saying that. Okay. He's not. All right. So, so uh, how many do you have in your stock? I have pop? seven. I have seven motorcycles, not counting mini bikes and stuff. Right. So your favorite right now? The favorite right now? What's the? What's in the lead? Which? Which? Which one's your favorite right now? Oh gosh, that is so hard to say because I do different types of riding. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like as far I have to split it up between two different okay. things. Uh, on street, uh, I sort of fell in love with the Indian Scout Bobber, and then I started riding the Roadmaster uh, because it's a bigger bike and I can take uh, TC on it, my fiance. And so I fell in love with that for the street. And for the dirt, I've been having such a blast on my uh, Ducati uh, Scrambler Desert Sled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a blast. And uh, that thing, you know, I mean, I, I had no idea how much fun that bike would be. Ducati. Okay. By the way, Jiggy, I don't know how familiar you are, but Ducati's made in Italy, and uh, it, it, sa- it sounded like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, to me, if there's a bike that just goes okay, that you go Italy motorcycles, dirt. You get you get if you can get a Ducati that that desert cycle. Oh my gosh, that thing. That yeah, it handles like a dream. It's it's like butter in your hands. It's every motorcyclist who's an enthusiast, right? I mean, right when you're out there with that, that thing it just handles so well. It it, it does, and you know, I mean, gosh, there's, it's for dirt these days. I mean, Honda's back in the game with some great stuff, and you know, with the adventure riding stuff with the Africa Twin, and then you know, uh, Triumph is killing it. I mean, and I love Triumphs, you know, I love the British invasion. I mean, their, their bikes are great. I have one. Of course you could. Why would you? You know, I've got some old stuff. What's that? I'm sorry. Why wouldn't you love the British Invasion? You got you named two kids after two Beatles songs. What do you? Why would you not? I name a third one something else. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you call her Madonna, I was waiting to name my, one of the other kids. You know. Jojo or something, you know. <laughs> I was gonna say, you, you, you maybe can't do Madonna, right? Because we could steal Lady Madonna from the Beatles, but maybe you could do. Jojo. Yeah, we could name one Rigby. Oh, yeah, we could name one. Rigby. Yeah, right. We could name one. Right? Yeah, we could. Yeah, Rigby's good. And here I am trying to help you come up with baby names. That's awesome. Uh, so, I, I don't need baby names. I don't. I don't having any more. So. <laughs> but I will have dogs and cats. So okay, good. We'll, we'll just we'll start there. Song. Yeah, we'll start yeah. there. We'll start there. So, when you tour... And I want to you... hold your paw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hold your paw. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well played. 
Well played. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's corny, and I love it. <laughs> but I love it. I like corny. And by the way, this is the Jiggy Jaguar show. Corny works yes. on this show. Oh, you my God. I'm yeah. in the right place, man. Yes. <laughs> Trust me. You, you, you've, you've hit a home run with, yes. you know, can, you know, I want to hold your paw. You know what? Yeah, right. We're right, right now, right now, there's seven dogs howling to that song. Right now, put that together. Meanwhile, there's there's some there's some certain millennials who are under the age of thirty going. I don't get it. What's yeah, hold my paw? They don't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so when, when you uh, so do you so when you travel, do you take the Indian bike when you're on the road with the band? Is that what you take? I took the bobber last year. Yeah, okay. that's what I had in the road with me last year. Yeah, yeah, it's great. We'll see. I'm trying to give them, I'm trying to get them to give me one an FTR 1200 to take out for this summer oh. and do a million vlogs with. So we'll see what they do. Oh, so what is Indian way? Indian, Indian motorcycles. Listen to me. If you're if you're waiting for another invitation from Ricky, there's no reason to wait any longer, right? I mean, Ricky's saying right now. Hey, listen, I'll take the bike out every day. You know, while I'm on tour. I'm, I'm right here. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting right here. He's saying, listen, I'll take it on tour. I'll show off the bike to everybody when, when we're on tour. So he's happy to do it. So Indian, Indian motorcycles, why don't you just you find Ricky? You know, it's easy. You can they find him do on do meet and greets. You might as well take it to the meet and greet. Yeah, yeah, you might as well take him wherever Ricky's at. Ricky will be riding that bike all over the United States. It's like your human billboard. You can't ask for a better person. Oh, and, and I'm telling, I'm telling you in advance. That thing is a beast. It is cool. It's cool. Cool, 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 cool. So, you know, we talked about this. There, there's another part of this, and it's your love of cameras. And I know you love your drones, but you love the camera. What? What? I do. Your, I've spent stupid money on cameras. I'm like an idiot with cameras. <laughs> what created that fascination? Do you think for you? You know, I think my uncle, my uncle Jack, uh, was in the Army Air Corps uh, back in the 40s, and he was a reconnaissance photographer. He did 147 missions over enemy territory. They sent him to Culver City to learn how to do filmography so that he could uh, do these shorts for the war uh, that would go between, you know, when people would go to the movies and see what was currently happening, because we didn't have the news the way we do now, uh, that instant upload. And, you know, so I always messed around with his cameras. I always asked him any questions. He always had a million photography magazines and Shutterbug and all that stuff on his desk and on his kitchen table. And I would, you know, so I was just always fascinated with it. And then when he got out of the service, he uh, would go and, and refurbish theaters, him and his partner, and they would get these broken down theaters and get them up and running. And he'd show me the projectors and all that kind of stuff. And at a point in time, I really thought I was going to go that way in life. You know what I mean? Uh, but I didn't, I stuck to the drums and, uh, but I've always been fascinated with cameras, so it, it didn't end, and it's still going strong. So cameras, I'm assuming, I'm assuming this, and I know the danger of doing that, Ricky, but cameras have got to be like motorcycles, right? I mean, it's hard to, like, depending on what you want to do, it, it depends on your favorite. Is that right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's terrible. I, for, for digital stuff, you know, for cinema-type cameras, I'm a red guy. For still, right. I love Leica, and... For vlogging, oh my God, that is a can of worms. That is where I try everything under the sun and never stop trying it. Right. 
because you always want to stay small, but you want to stay big enough that it's like looks cinematic, but you want good sound and you want, I mean, there's a, the demands of a vlogger are ridiculous. And I wish there was just one company that would listen to us and create the ultimate vlogging machine, you know? Right. Well, the, the, the thing that I think we miss is somebody who does video and, you know, audio and, and, you know, podcasts on my own and everything and jiggy started me on this whole journey i want to thank him very much for allowing me to spend a whole bunch of money uh forcing me to spend <laughs> well, a whole bunch good. of money now on a hobby that's turning into more than a hobby that I, is a job that i just don't get paid for so anyway uh so i appreciate you doing that on my podcasting and and videoing so jiggy thanks for that but because uh, <laughs> i get it you know i know where you're going but you know the thing is with the vlogs and you've experienced this. It's the sound. A lot of people underestimate the sound quality. You've got to have really good sound to make the video work. If you don't have crisp audio, that's terrible. I mean, I, I think I've finally nailed it on this last one. And I've been using my Osmo Pocket. And today, I just received that little mic input. So I can't wait to try it. Like, I'm going to try it, like, today. <laughs> I'm very excited about that little gadget. It's this tiny little thing, and I'm like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true... Okay, by the way, yes, we just got geeky there. Okay, we got camera geeky and sound geeky. Okay, we just did, everybody, if you're listening on the Jiggy Jaguar experience. We did. But i got to tell you, I'm an early adapter of technology, like Ricky evidently is, and I get a little excited about little things that may make my life easier from a technology standpoint, right? Mm-hmm, Yeah. That yeah, means, because at the uh, at the end of the day, look, you just want it. You know, sometimes you know if you miss the, sh- you, you, it's so easy to miss shots. You know what I mean? Because of setup, and you know it can get really super frustrating. You know what I mean? And and I compound the problem by being somebody that vlogs off the motorcycle. I mean, it's like, what can I take on the motorcycle? And I've been taking the big bike, and I'm going to get into a few things a year in the near future. I can't take a big bike where I'm going. Right. I got to take a smaller bike because I'm going on trails. <laughs> right, right. So basically, what you're saying, Ricky, is you're going to take both of your passions. You're going to take your passion for motorcycles and your passion for cameras, and you're going to try to combine this so that you can blow your emotional mind. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm trying to do. And you know, I've always been interested in like I've always loved horror films and all that kind of stuff. There's never been any room in Poison for anybody to see that side of me because we're just not like this band that, you know, celebrates the dark side or anything like that. And, uh, but, you know, I've always, uh, gone to horror conventions and, I mean, I remember going to the early Fango conventions and all that kind of stuff. And I just have myriads of books and things like that. So, and I've always been fascinated about local legend and lore. And, you know, so now that I'm sort of, people have sort of responded and went, yeah, this is pretty fun. It's like, oh, you just swung the door wide open because I've got a million of them. Like, I could do this for years. <laughs> right, 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 right. So every 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 person that I have ever, every camera enthusiast, or when you're right now, you're really more of a professional than just enthusiast. Let's be honest with you. So every, everybody I know has a particular shot, a picture of something that they have on their wall that they go, I really caught this one that day. And, you know, and it's usually one of those things that didn't you didn't plan on. It just happened, and you caught it. What's that picture on your wall? Well, it's one that I shot with my I, – I can't remember what state I was in. 
um, I want to say I was in Iowa, but I was getting off an exit, and there was a homeless guy standing, and I normally don't shoot homeless people because I think it's a cheap right. street photography trick, and I, I don't like to do it. But this guy had a thing that said, try to hit me with a dollar <laughs> at sign, and I just thought it was brilliant. And I said, I will. In fact, I'll give you $5 if you let me take a picture of you. So you're employed right now by me. Just for a minute, I'm going to pay you for being a model. So you're not just a homeless guy with a handout right now. Right. And so there was a moment between him and I, you know what I mean? Right. And right. so that that's that, I thought that was kind of cool. See, it's Jiggy, this is the thing. Every photographer that I've ever known, there's that one picture that they go back to. Yep. They may not that they all every one of them that I've ever known has that one picture where they go this was the moment, and they could tell you. They may not remember exactly where they are, but they could describe exactly to the detail those oh, things. Yeah. Like he, the, you know, the dollar. Try to hit me with the dollar. No, I'm going to give you five. You're employed by me. It's 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 that type of thing. It's very cool. It's amazing. Uh, that when you hear somebody's photography. And by the way, we're talking with Ricky Rocket here on the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, KJAG Radio. And uh, by the way, Ricky can be found at R I K K I Rocket R O C K E T T on Twitter, Facebook, oh, all over the place. Check out the Rocket vlog. You can even go to RickyRocket.com and check out some of the things that he's doing there as well. And the Jiggy Jaguar show. By the way, you can find that everywhere. You just need to type in Jiggy Jaguar because he's in 50, 50 radio stations across this country, and he's syndicated, and he's podcasting, and he's doing all sorts of things. It's just crazy. He's that big. If 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 he's if if it's anybody, it's Jiggy Jaguar. You can download the Jig, Jiggy Jaguar app by going to thejagshow.com or just go to your iPod or your I, iPhone. Sorry, iPod. Did I just say iPod? Oh, my gosh. Your, go to your iPhone. <laughs> hey, I love iPods, baby. <laughs> I love it. That's because that's where all my Poison songs were. We're on my iPod. Um, I had all my Poison songs. my cassette. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I put them all there on my little iPod Mini. Um, no, you can you know, just go just go take your Android app or your iPhone app, and you can download the Jag Show and uh, just look for. Dude, I just have to tell you something in a second. I sure. I was looking at surround sound stuff, right? And because I'm finally going to make that move, and I was talking to the salesman who's quite a bit younger than me. Right. And he said, "Well, you'll need an amplifier." And I said, "Well, I got this Pioneer that's pretty cool." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "What?" <laughs> ah, yes. I'm, laugh I'm laughing. I'm laughing because you just said the word pioneer. <laughs> and you know what? They're actually a viable company still. But the one I have, I don't think they'd even acknowledge that they made. Okay, I think they would just go, "Look, we never made that. Somebody put our name on that one." Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. That's 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 fabulous. Yeah, it's, I've got a pioneer. Oh, well, I could just see I could see the kid's mouth just like stop. His eyes look like they're deer in the headlight eyes, looking at you, going, "I'm not even sure how to respond to that question, Ricky." I'm, I'm, I'm really. I'm... He, he was trying to maintain his level of professionalism, and I saw his struggle. <laughs> I was absolutely understanding his struggle. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Ricky, when you know, I know that you've got your hands into so many things, right? I mean, and I think it's just because that's, you know, as a musician and as a hack, even as a hack musician like myself, 
you know, I think our right, we're so right-brained and we're so creative. It's hard for us to sit still and just do one thing. We want to be in so many things because it actually kind of gives us a sense of comfort. I believe that we're contributing in a variety of different ways and we're using so many of the talents that we've been blessed with. And so where, where do you, where do you want to go? with all this what what is it that you see yourself i mean if you could place a vision for yourself where do you see yourself you know with all the things you got your hands in you know what honestly i love doing this vlog on my youtube channel because i get to uh ride motorcycles i get to create a story populate that story do a soundtrack to it in many cases. Sometimes I use other people's music, but I get to select that music. I have control over that. And I don't mean to sound like a control freak, but it is a little bit of a control freak. Sure it is. But I get to control this sort of, I get to like create this world sort of. And I love documentary and I'd love to do more documentary and one day do a live action film of some kind, preferably horror because I love that genre and I'm good at it, uh, I think. And, uh, you know, and, and I just think that, uh, you know, I, I, I love the, the, just the creative arts. You know, I've always believed that if you're a creative person and you're not creating, you're just taking up space yeah, man. because yeah. that's what you should be doing. You know? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I listen. I agree. I agree with that. I believe that some of us are more have that creative side, you know, and, and by the way, if you're a person who's on more on that logical left brain side and, and you're not using that, I think you're in the same space, man. You're you're just taking up space because you're not using what you've been given. And so you need to do that just like the creative side of folks like us do. And because I, I, I understand how that is where you want to you there's something more that you want to be a part of. There's I always say what's next, right, because I don't know what's next because people will say. Oh, you should have, when I would graduate college, right? People would say, follow your passions. Heck, I didn't even know, podcasting didn't exist when I graduated college, right? I had no idea I had a passion for it. And I, so I tell people, don't, don't worry about following, the passions will show up later, right? Because I don't think that this was on your radar, was it? That you were wanting to do film? Was that always on your radar? No, I mean, you know, I've always liked the idea. I've had friends that have been in the business and stuff. And usually they're the more sort of, you know, uh, hands-on people, really, uh, oddly enough. Uh, but, you know, so, yeah, I've always loved that uh, stuff. I made a short film God, almost 15 years ago now, and uh, I've done three of them. And, you know, they're not out there. They're not out for distribution sure. or any of that kind of stuff. But I learned a lot from it. And the reason I think I learned a lot is because, um, you know, when we started first making music videos, Poison, that is, um, you know, it was treated like a film. They actually used film on these videos, you know, at first, like Marty Colner. I mean, he treated it like a movie. And a lot of those people were people that worked on films. And the whole process was like making a movie. So I learned from, from Marty Colner and from watching those things and being involved. And I think we're all, all four of us did, you know, uh, but I, I really soaked it up. I'd hang out, I'd watch how all this stuff was done. And, um, you know, a lot of it started then I realized just how powerful, um, the visual is. And, and then, and then of course, without the sound, you got to have the sound. I love populating my tracks. I would love to just spend a, a couple of days working on music, a couple of days working on the visual, you know, and to do all that and just 
spend my life, the rest of my life doing that stuff is just awesome. And I, but I love to perform live, so I got to go out and do that once in a while too. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm, I get it because I understand because you're saying you're saying exactly what I said, and that is when you're that creative, you just can't sit still and just do focus on the one thing. There's actually a joy in doing a little bit of it all. Right? Absolutely, there is. Absolutely, yes. Yes. And it's just like any craftsman, you know what I mean? I mean, if somebody even, you know, uh, if somebody is a cabinet maker, for example, and they're very creative with it, uh, you know, maybe their dream is to create those cabinets and then also do the installs because they miss doing the install. Yeah, I mean, it's no different. It's the same concept. It's like you fill in your time with something you love and, you know, all the mechanics and aspects of it. And uh, that's what makes it all interesting to me. Yeah, and, and by the way, we're talking with Ricky Rocket here on the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, uh, drummer for Poison. So, do you have a screenplay already written? Have you been writing one? Like, because I, I mean, because you know, you said I wrote uh, something a long time ago, actually, a series uh, called Tales from the Talking Board. A talking board is a Ouija board, basically. Right, right, right. And and the whole thing is just based on all these stories where uh, people sort of. They sort of uh, project their ideas onto this board. Really, the board isn't really doing anything, but they're projecting the whole lot, and it causes all these rifts and all these things that they unearth emotionally out of themselves, and and it creates this whole storyline, and then they throw it away, and somebody finds it, and then the next story continues. So that's something that I've I've, uh, done. And I also wrote one with my little boy called Time Out. And it's about it's a it's a it's a kid. It's a it's a horror movie. It's a, horror is elementary. No one's there yet. I did. <laughs> what is what, what what is the fascination for you in horror? Just just out of curiosity, I'm just I'm asking that just simply because. I want to know what that fascination is. If we, if you can even explain it, you know, I don't even know if you can. I always thought monsters were misunderstood, and I consider myself a little monster, and I feel very misunderstood, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out of the closet with it. <laughs> uh, that's well. I, I've noticed the makeup stuff and some of the some of the stuff that you've done. Right, you've done this these monster thing. Right, you, the matter of fact, there is one called Mon- Mon- Monsters. Oh my gosh! What was it called? It was um, Monster Palooza. Oh, one vlog, Monster Palooza. Yeah, yeah. Vlog fifty six, Monster Palooza. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. we, that's it. Yeah. So when you were a kid, because you, you would, you and I are pretty close, to the same age. So when you were a kid, did you did you watch Creature Feature on Saturday nights? Absolutely, Doctor Shock and all that stuff. Yeah, Doctor Sanguinary. Yeah. Is who we have. I built a little coffin and I uh, um, <laughs> did a Dracula outfit and got my dad's eight millimeter, uh, you know, uh, camera and shot a little video. And I used my hamster. That was my rat. So I did the hairspray, you know, that you could spray and change yeah. the color for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, my poor hamster. I, I please, I. <laughs> I don't recommend anybody do that, okay? That's a cruel and humane thing, and I didn't know any better, honestly. Uh, the poor thing freaked out, and uh, I'll do that again. But, uh, but as far um, as we know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't like the color of him. He can't be brown and white. He's got to be black. He's a rat, you know? 
And uh, but he didn't have the right tail, you know. And I'm like, ah, well, it got bit off, you know. Um, and, uh, so I'm Dracula, and I video, I filmed this, and I I do have it in my archive somewhere. One day I'm going to release this goofy thing. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, you know, I, I think when I was a kid as well that I had the same fascination with monster movies, right? And they scared the crud out of me. Now, now I look back at the movies that we were watching back when we were kids. They aren't all that scary, by the way. But I did have a fascination with them, and, and as well. And I think, oh man, totally. I mean, most kids had Wolf Chamberlain on the wall. I had Bela Lugosi. Right. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> yes. I had all those posters out of Mons, famous monsters of Hellman magazine. I'd buy those posters and put them on my door. But you know, I'm, you know, years later after I saw The Exorcist, I became friends with Linda Blair, and I absolutely love Linda and everything she stands for because she's so there for the animals. It's amazing. But there are sometimes I will sit there and I'll look at her a little bit sideways. And I go, that expression you just gave freaked me out. Right. Yeah, be honest with you, Linda. <laughs> right, 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 right. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I'm about to get a priest. I'm about to get a priest over. Hello, Linda. Stop that! Don't do that. No, I, I think there is a. I think there was a fascination for us as as little boys. I, I mean, listen, I had the Boris Karloff, uh, right, Frankenstein, um, monster. I, 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 some, I somewhere I got that. It was in one of the magazines. I remember putting it up on my wall, too. It was that Boris Karloff, I think it was like three feet by two feet or something like that, or something that unfolded. You know, the Karloff family was at Monster Palooza, and I, I, I met the grandson. He was a very nice guy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they've continued that estate. So, you know, the Karloffs are alive and well in Hollywood. Well, I, I think people ought to give them a job. I think I think they should too. Just like I think they should. I think that Pearl or Tam or somebody should be calling you on the phone right now, interrupting this interview, going, "We'd like you to design some drum kits." That's, That's awesome. what I think. Okay, and <laughs> yeah. I think I think Indian motorcycles should be calling you right now while we're doing this interview and going, "Yes, we would love to have you ride our motorcycle." Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's what they should be doing. I don't I, know. I do know some of those folks over in Indian, uh, and and they they're they're very cool people. By the way, that's cool. We're, we're we're talking with Ricky Rocket here on the Jiggy Jaguar program, and uh, Ricky has been so kind to spend some time and indulge me in my craziness here uh, on the Jiggy Jaguar. But so is Jiggy. Jiggy's been kind enough to allow me to indulge, indulge me too. And l- listen, I don't want us to forget why he came on the show. And the real reason that Ricky came on the show was that uh, he is a spokesman for the Head and Neck Cancer Alliance, and they just had their 21st annual um, Oral Head and Neck Cancer Awareness Week and in Charleston, I think it was, South Carolina. Is that right? Was it Charleston? Is that correct? I, I believe so. I think it was. I think it was. I haven't been to their headquarters. Yeah, I think they that's... actually came to me. Okay. So anyway, and and Ricky is a survivor, and uh, in in remission is say. Can we say that? Is that how we best phrase yeah. that, Ricky? In remission right now, and uh, yeah, you know, sure. he he's encouraging all of us. Uh, not just all of you, but all of us. That includes Jiggy and myself and any one of you who are listening to Open Up and Say Ah, which conveniently is the name of the second album that Poison put out. And Ricky, of course, is a drummer for Poison. And he's encouraging all of us to uh, go and get screened. 
uh, in our local yep. communities and and get ex- get an examination and check out to make sure that you're okay. And also, he's encouraging us to also take a look at your kids and go ahead and get them vaccinated. I know that that's not a popular term right now, but considering the alternative, folks, these vaccines don't, don't there's not a conspiracy that these vaccines contain something else that's going to make your kids do something else or they're going to become something or they're going to grow hair on their toes. That's just not what's going to happen here, folks. These vaccines are to keep us from getting cancer and they're, you know, let's be honest here, um, head and neck cancer is is a horrible disease and if you've known anybody that's ever had it like my wife has had it on her face um and has had squeamish cell removed it scared her to death and um and still concerns her a great deal and and i know it bothers ricky too as well but don't wait get yourself screened did i do okay on that ricky how did i do there yeah, no, you did fantastic. Where was hers, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? It's on her. It was on her left cheek. Um, okay. And, and uh, she she was so scared because you know she her she, her face is uh, part of her brand because she owns her own real estate company here, and she's I, I can say this, Jiggy, right? Safely, she's, oh yeah, she's beautiful, right, Jiggy? She's a big time perv magnet. That's <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's beautiful and she was really worried and uh but you know what the doctors and surgeons did such a great job of you know i mean we, we you know had people come in and we were fortunate enough that we could have somebody come in and work with it and be able to make it look like it doesn't exist so um yeah you'd never yeah. you'd never know that that she had anything going on there yeah. Yeah, she had, so it was right on her cheeks. So. Well, the people that do well are the people that are on top of it. You don't just not care and do well. I mean, that's you know that's typically not how that works. Um, yeah. So you know, uh, you know, I do encourage people to just kind of stay on top of it. You know, that's anything health wise. You know, you don't have to become a paranoid like me, but <laughs> you know, but, you know, definitely, definitely stay on top of those things and just keep an eye out for it. I don't want people freaking out every time they get a sore throat that they, you know, that that's that's just not true. But uh, but you know, there there are. Um, you know, times where it goes a little bit too long or it t- it's a little more, it's different. It, it, it's a different sore. I mean, I was thinking, what the hell? Like, this is, this is really bad. I've never had this strain before. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't, it, it was a little different. And, uh, but, you know, the only way to realize, some people don't have symptoms. They just get a lymph node popping up. They don't even notice a change in their swallow. You know, uh, that happens sometimes too. So, uh, but uh, and by the time there's a lymph node involved, there's definitely a primary somewhere else. So, right. you know that's the bad part about all that. That's that's cool. And, and Ricky, thank you so much for supporting this uh, great organization. By the way, uh, the organization is easy to get a hold of. If you want to learn more information, you can go to headandneck.org. It's headandneck.org. And uh, Ricky, I appreciate you, um, man. You've given us over an hour. Um, I don't know if you know that, and and I, I can't be thank you enough. And folks, please check out Ricky's vlog. Please go to YouTube. I'm telling you, the vlog is really really good, and it thank just you gets, so much. I appreciate. No, it really is, and it gets better and better and better. I, I've watched several shows, 
and listen to several shows. And it, I could just see that you're tweaking and tweaking and tweaking, and I love that because you're just making it better and better and better, and it's really cool, and I love the direction that you're heading, and I really hope that you write a horror flick that uh, we're going to go watch in the movie really, really soon someday. And by the way, you can... You can I have it, love it. <laughs> I, I think you would love it. I got a feeling you would. I don't know that you're going to give up poison for it, but maybe you fit poison into the horror film. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, Rob Zombie didn't have to give up Rob Zombie's career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying. And so, yeah. hey, he's not the only game in town, right? Yeah, no. There's, <laughs> he's there's very good, of, by the way. Yeah, very good, right? He's very good. And you can find Ricky at uh, on Twitter at Ricky Rocket. And by the way, you spell Ricky R I K K I. And you spell Rocket with two T's, okay? So if you find Ricky Rocket, you can find him on Twitter that way. You can find him on Facebook that way. You can find him on all sorts of social media. Just look him up. He is available. His stuff is really fun, and it's good. And he could not be more fun and more genuine. And we have been privileged to have him on the Jiggy Jaguar experience. You've been a fabulous guest. Thank you for indulging me, Ricky. I really yes. appreciate it. Yes. Thank you very much, and just I just want to just a, a couple shout-outs really quick, and that, sure. that is to my cancer doctor, Dr. Ezra Cohen, down there in San Diego, who essentially saved my life, and Dr. Jamison, my hematologist. And then my local doctor here, Dr. Heizenga, just put out a book called Sex, Lies, and STDs, and I suggest you pick it up because there's a wealth of information, stuff that you never thought possible, and a lot of things that are safer than you thought, too, so it's not all bad news when you read that book. Uh, yeah, see, 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 when you start throwing out sex, you know, right, which is like pizza, right? We've already discussed that. Sex is like pizza. Yeah, we have. <laughs> right, right. Even when done poorly, it's still pretty good. So sex, sex lies and that's STDs. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yep. It's a great book. Really okay. good stuff. So, folks, you know what? We don't generally do that without a publicist, but you know what? What the heck? Let's give him a... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I think that's hey, fantastic. A, a, no, I, would, just, I would love to interview him on the show if you yeah, could somehow yeah, put us in touch. I was going, I was going jiggy. I think we, we need to get him on the show. We need to interview him. So we need to find out who Dr. You know Hizek. what? He's really great. He's such a hip doctor. He's the doctor that on uh, The Biggest Loser. He's uh, uh, Charlie Sheen's doctor. He was O.J. Simpson. He was the doctor for the uh, for the Oakland Raiders. I mean, yeah, he's got history. He's he's a really interesting guy to talk to. Oh, Jigs. Jigs. We oh, gotta yeah. Get this guy I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking him up right now. <laughs> I'm going to Google search the crap out of this guy to see if we can get him on. <laughs> we'll find the publicist and we'll get him on. Ricky just gave us a lead. I love it when Ricky gives us a lead. That's How awesome. Not like right it? on. There I'm you go. Upset. Ricky, Ricky gave us a lead, and I listen. Drum places, would you, do drum manufacturers? Would you hire him? Look at his stuff; it's really good. And an Indian, will you please for crying out, give him the motorcycle on tour. It just would be. He's a human. He's a human billboard. Just give him the motorcycle. Darn it! Okay. Thank you so much. No, thank you, man. You were you were cool, and and, and it was so much fun, and I really appreciate it. And so uh, I've already liked your page, and so look out for me because you'll see a six foot five guy in a cowboy hat. And if you do, it's because it's me. So look out for me. Awesome, beautiful. <laughs> well, thank right, you, buddy. Ricky. We really appreciate it. Thanks for taking as much time as you have, my friend. All right, you guys have a great time uh, the rest of the weekend. We will talk again someday, I hope. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you, Ricky. Have yourself a wonderful day. Uh, Thanks, man. 
Thank you, man. And uh, and Jay, uh, before we wrap up here with you, uh, get your plugs in there, my friend. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, brand new book out on the market. It's called Lessons from the Farm, Essential Rules for Success. And you can find that on Amazon or at your at a bookstore near you. You can, And if they don't have it on the shelf, say, why don't you have Lessons from the Farm? <laughs> I don't you have it. The shelf. Because that book's really, really good. No, it's been, it's actually people have uh, been reviewing it and um, they the book is really, it's a quick read. It's a fun read. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Also, if you're one of those people who wonder if you're a maverick, if you think that you may have the goods like maybe Steve Jobs or maybe um, Richard Branson, and you're trying to figure out how do I get there, well, I have a program called CoachingMavericks.com. You can uh, check me out, CoachingMavericks.com, and we can walk you through that, and I coach those folks if you're ever interested in that as well. And you can find all that information at jizo.com. That's J-A-Y-I-Z-S-O. Com. And, uh, yeah, so, hey, Jiggy, this was fun, man. Oh, this was a blast. He, he is a wealth of information. He, and he was fun. And, you know, how cool was it that he was willing to engage us in all that rhetoric? <laughs> yes. I, I mean, because yes. I, I, mean, I, I, mean, I researched Ricky. You know, I mean, clearly. I mean, I researched him. Yeah. But, I, I mean, do he, he, he indulged <laughs> me. I mean, he indulged me the motorcycles and... He indulged me in all that stuff. It was very, very, very cool. And he was he was a cool cat, man. Kind of like Dave Bickler. You know, I, I reached out to Dave. You know, we had Dave Bickler on a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I uh, reached out to Dave, and Dave friended me, and we're staying in touch. So um, maybe I'll get a hold of Ricky and, and see how that goes. Can I, can I say something to you on a personal level? Oh, yes. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So... Um, I, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to the show, and I don't know if we're live or not, I have no idea. But if we are, great. Because um, don't worry, I'm going to be fine from a cursing, swearing standpoint, because I just don't do that. <clears throat> but ladies and gentlemen, my friend Jiggy Jaguar, who has led me into this whole radio podcasting industry uh, that I've fallen in love with and so beautifully and so graciously allows me to come on a show, also is... He has uh, a couple other hands and some other things. He loves to lift weights. And uh, you get to see his videos of him deadlifting, and it's great, and and it's fun to watch him do that. But he also likes to do a little MMA-style fighting, okay? Well, the other day, um, our friend Jiggy Jaguar decided (laughs) to do the (laughs) weigh-in. Do the way in basically in a thong, a pink thong with a little yes. strap. A little strap. Yeah, mouse ears, the <laughs> nose, the whole bit at the way in. And can I just say, Jiggy, uh, on the air in front of everybody, <laughs> never do that again. I cannot unsee it. It was the worst, most hideous thing I have ever seen. I wanted to throw up, did practically in my mouth just a little bit. Never do that again. Okay. I've said it. That's awesome. What I needed to say at this point, <clears throat> I kept myself under control. Yes, you did. You know, <laughs> that's I'm fantastic. more angry about it because I couldn't unsee it. That's the problem. I well, and have... that's the thing. You, you can't. 
And my wife woke me up in the middle of the night two nights ago and said, "You woke. You're screaming. What, what were you saying?" I said, <laughs> "That's awesome. You're screaming." She, she said, "You're screaming in your sleep." I go, "It's Jiggy in a pink thong." She goes, "What, Jiggy? What are you?" Oh, who are you dreaming about? And I go, exactly. <laughs> who am I dreaming about? And why am I dreaming about Jiggy in a pink thong? I don't know. He's got pink fuzzy ears. You're screaming. I know because I feel like I'm going to get strangled with it. That's what I'm worried about. Okay. There it is. Okay. I'm feeling better. Now I need to, ex- <laughs> have to exercise that out of me. <laughs> Holy cow. Jiggy, you got to stop. You can't do that again. Man. I love that it. Was that was so bad. <laughs> Man, that was, did you win the fight, by the way? Uh, no. Actually, what happened is we went to a draw. I uh, by the by the time we had fought, there was twenty five fights on the bill, and it was eleven o'clock at night, and I was just kind of wanting to go home. So I just went out there and just threw some jabs and threw some kicks, and the goal was not to get knocked out. And he was doing all sorts of crazy things trying to get rid of me, and it just didn't really work. And at the end of the night, everybody was pissed because he didn't uh, slay Goliath like everybody thought he was going to. Right. So you wound up in a draw. <laughs> yeah, it was essentially yeah. a draw because we, we went all three rounds and they don't have judges or any of that crap. So, uh, right, right, right. So nobody got knocked out. Nobody. So it's kind of like, OK, it's over. Yep. I, I, yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome. So when's your next fight? Uh, it is supposed to be in June. It is supposed to be June 1st in, uh, of all places, Newton, Kansas. Oh, you're going to do the big fig. Okay, good for you. You're going to do the big fig out in Newton. Okay, that's awesome. (laughs) Well, thank thank you for hanging out with us today and and doing this, because this was fun. You know what? I miss you. I miss doing the, you know, doing these. We, you and I did a lot of these together for a long time. And so when I get when you, whenever you text me or um, oh, and yeah. say, hey, can you yeah, do this? Anytime it's, I have somebody that I'm like, oh, I got to get Jay involved. Yeah, <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I mean, it, it's it's so much fun. And um, you know, I'm you know, I tell everybody even when I do the podcast, which you know, we have we're in 17 countries now. Yes, download, are downloading and. I tell people all the time, I said, you know, if it wasn't for James Lowe, Jiggy Jaguar, we wouldn't be doing this. And he um, he encouraged me. What people don't know is that he encouraged me to do it and said, you know what, you're pretty good at this. You need to do your own thing. And so I really, you know, I, have, I owe a debt of gratitude to you. And I've never forgotten that. I am always grateful. I say it every time. I am so grateful for you. And and That's grateful awesome. for the Jaguar experience and uh, not to be sappy, but I really am. And it's just because, uh, you know what, you, you don't, you never know, uh, who inspires you. And, you know, you really, you really did give me a lot of inspiration by encouraging me to do it. And, um, now that I, you know, we're what we're 40, we're going to be doing our 44th show. Um, Holy and, smokes. yeah, we're going to be doing a 44th show in a row and uh, our authors, you know, I'm booked through June, and I oh, don't man. even have to get find guests. They are, you know, begging me to read their book, and and we just are doing them, and it's really cool because we're helping a lot of people, and that's all because of Jiggy Jaguar. So, um, and I say that heartfelt, and uh, because he he really did, and he taught me so much um, about this industry. Uh, he's been really really kind. I, I tell people all the time, you want to learn about this industry, you should learn from people who are, are so much better 
than you. And Jiggy was really, he didn't realize what he was doing, but he was paying attention to every single thing he did. Oh. And, and, <laughs> That's and, not and, good. So he was really good. And because you're really good at this. And, you know, and, um, and, and I would listen to how you would do the formatics and how you would, you know, you know, jump in and, oh, yeah. you know, the, the whole thing. And, you know, and so, you know, here I was at the bottom of the hour and quarter of the hour. I know the segments are at and, and, you know, that's because, you know, I paid attention to you. And by the way, can people still go to jagshow.com? And if they scroll down, can they click on the Amazon link? Oh, yeah. They, you, you, they, um, the lineup media folks are getting ready to rebrand everything. But, yeah, you can still go over to the website and everything. Okay. So, but, I mean, if we click on the Amazon link from your website, right, and we buy our stuff from Amazon, which we all do. We all buy stuff from Amazon, right? <laughs> yes. And if I click on your link off of your show. I not only get my stuff at exactly the same price, but I support your show as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a heck of a deal. Does that still work? So so literally, it costs me nothing <laughs> to go to jagshow.com. Costs me nothing. I scroll down the page. I click on the Amazon link. Buy my Amazon stuff for exactly the same price as if I went there. Right, yeah. and I get my stuff, and I help support the show. Yeah. What kind of selfish people would not do that? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I just am thinking to myself, why? Why are we so selfish, people? It's the same that's price. Fantastic. We could be supporting the show. You should be supporting the Jack Show. You love this show. We know you do. He gives great guests. We had Ricky Rocket. <laughs> On the show. Ricky Rocket, the drummer from Poison. The drummer the from Poison. I think it's pretty badass. Yeah, no, seriously. Man, you sang these songs. You still sing these songs. You know you do. <laughs> you, know, you know you sing Every Rose Has Its Thorn. You know what I wanted to ask him about? I never, I forgot to ask him about this. People forget that before C.C. DeVille um, was uh, the lead guitarist, that Slash... Uh, from Guns N' Roses, actually was who they were thinking about adding first. Oh, wow. Yeah, people for, And I wanted to ask him about how that conversation went down. Because I think the band was split on Slash, and part of the issue was Slash did not want to put on the makeup. <laughs> I, I, I believe that's the I believe that's the story is that and I wanted to ask Ricky about that I forgot to ask him about you know was it because CC Deville who is a great guitarist oh, by the C. way CC Deville yeah which he took his name from uh, the Cadillac Deville by the yes. way the uh, custom Cadillac or whatever so that's where he gets the name CC from anyway is a fabulous guitarist is an amazing guitarist uh, but I mean think about what if Slash what is that would have been the lead guitarist for Poison? Heck of a I mean, deal. That would right. What, what, what would <laughs> heck change, of a deal? Right. I mean, because GNR. I mean, because he wound up with Guns and Roses, right? And yeah, they they were they were pretty good. <laughs> they were pretty good. They were pretty good. I, I think they did all right for themselves. <laughs> they were fine. I think they they did okay. They I mean, did okay. They sold right. they sold a couple of albums. They sold yeah. They, they, they did they did pretty decent. 
Yeah, they, they sold a couple albums, had a couple songs that people occasionally sing to still. I mean, you know, so yeah, I think they did all right there as well. So I wonder what it would have been like if um, they had done that. What, what do you, who's your next guest? What, Nick, what's going on next with the Jiggy Jaguar show? What, what's, what do you got coming up? Uh, we've got all sorts of things coming up. I've got uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi and uh, just, you know, the, the, the usual rigmarole of people. But by the way, I interviewed a, a guy that you and I both interviewed, uh, J.P. Uh, John John Peitzman, yes. From uh, he lives in Australia, but he was a great interview. I, I just I, he was an absolutely uh, fabulous. He, he gave me an hour and fifteen minutes. He was so good. That guy is that guy is a high energy. Cool oh dude. yeah, he's all over the place. He's he's fantastic. He, he is. He's really, 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 really good, and I really in, enjoyed him a lot. He was really great, and I guess he's a regular. Does he do a regular? Oh yeah, he for, does a regular thing every week with us. So. That's awesome. He, he's great. I, I, his book um, is entitled uh, "The Build Framework," and uh, you should yes. check it out. It's a great book. It's called "Build Framework," and it's and he's a real big acronym guy. So you know, build stands for something. B U I L D, and uh, but he's a big acronym guy, and he's a high performance coach and uh, really cool dude. If you get to listen to him on the Jiggy Wood Jaguar show, you should. When is when is JP come on your show? Uh, well, actually, he's he's uh usually on Thursdays around okay. uh, three forty five Central, four forty five Eastern. Awesome. Yeah, you need folks. You need to check him out because uh, JP is really, really, really cool. This is awesome, man. Do you remember the first one we did? The first, the first guest that we ever did. I don't remember who that was. God, who it, was that? It, it was two years ago. It was Melissa Francis. Oh yes, that was the first one you and I did. And she, supposedly we were only supposed to have her for fifteen minutes. <laughs> she stayed on the phone with us for forty-seven minutes. Yes, and she was having a blast. And uh, she, she's the Fox. By the way, if you don't know who Melissa Francis is, she is the anchor for Fox Business News, and she also played Cassandra Ingalls on Little House in the Prairie. And she inspired my my book, which she wrote, Lessons from the Prairie, and um, is was the book that she had written about her time being on the show of uh, Little House. And uh, we had an absolute fantastic time with her and that was the first time that jiggy ever allowed me to interview uh any guests and then it just jumped from there and that was two years ago and that was that was pretty cool and i still stay in touch with melissa by the way that's awesome that's awesome yeah yeah that was so you know what thank you again jiggy because you you start you started this whole thing man (laughs) well thank you my friend i am never wearing a pink thong ever (laughs) ever. (laughs) i wanted it to be the most and I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I get in trouble for things all the time. I wanted to be the gayest weigh-in you'd ever seen. Well, so. I, I all I can tell you, Jiggy, <laughs> is that that was so wrong on so many levels. I, 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 folks, let me let well, me. Well, they didn't. They didn't like it when I went to <laughs> when I started taking the clothes they, they off. Didn't. They didn't like that. They didn't like it. No, you, you think. <laughs> The guy in the baseball hat who's next to you as you've got your little paws up in the air. Show the nose um, Wilk. That's right. <laughs> you got your little paws in the air looking to your left. It's kind of like going, 
I'm, he, he, you could tell he had that train wreck look. I'm disgusted, but I can't quite look away. Look, that's what he kind of had, you know, or he's just, he's like, oh, God, this is disgusting, but I can't, I got to look at it. I just can't, I, no, I can't look at it. It's like, oh, God, you know, and you could just tell that he was just like caught in that whole thing. I'm not sure what he was to make of that. So what did they, would they say something to you when you were, you know, no, they the, just, everybody was shocked, which, which was, that was the point. What? what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, James, but what possessed you? <laughs> what in? I've what had in, that. I've had that outfit planned for two years. I've just been waiting on a way in to use it. Why? Originally, I was going to wear bunny ears, but I I didn't wear bunny ears. I had the other outfit. So, and then uh, something that you didn't see, which I'm hoping Bob Hunter got a shot of, uh, uh-huh. was I had a tail. But uh, you had a tail. I had a tail. I had a I had a uh, a, a tail that I was wearing. That, uh, but uh, we didn't get a shot of the tail. So. You were wearing a tail. Yes. Between, <laughs> with a thong. You had a, so you had a tail coming out of your tush. Essentially. Essentially. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I didn't see that. I am so glad that I never got to see that. I, I hope I don't get to see that because I, I can't see what I saw on the front. I don't, That's awesome. I don't, even want to, I don't even want to imagine what it's look like from the back. Good, good Lord, I don't want to watch. I don't want to even see that. I don't just... Did they, I mean, did they say anything to you when you... I no, mean, everybody, say, everybody just thought it was kind of entertaining and then... Uh, and then the... Uh, and now everybody and their brother, I guess, takes that... The fact that I wore the the thong thing as I'm I'm not legitimate, and now I've got this laundry list of people who want to fight me. So I don't know if they want to. Uh, I, I don't know. It's a hell of a deal. <laughs> well, okay. So <laughs> so you wear a thong, and now guys want to fight you. Yeah. Okay. There there's something there's something so screwed up about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, so, yes. so, so, okay, so fighters, if you're looking for um, your next match, Jiggy has found the secret. Wear a pink thong. Wear a pink thong. And you can get your fights booked immediately. Holy cow. Yeah. Whew. Wow. Yeah. That's, I don't want to go about doing it that way, Jiggy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to do it that way. I just don't want to have anything to do with that. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Well, dude, you've been amazing. Yes, I have enjoyed this, and uh, we will definitely do this again. Yeah, no, this was this was a lot of fun. Thank you for including me on on this with Ricky, and uh, it was a blast. And you know, and Dave and. All the people who you get to include me on, I really do appreciate it. I'm grateful for that. Well, good stuff, my friend. Well, I will uh, talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful day, wonderful wonderful evening, all that. Thank you. I will be in the Midwest um, twice uh, in the middle of May and June. So I will be right above you um, speaking uh, in Nebraska. So I'll be just stayed above you. Well, let me know because maybe we just might make a trip up to see what you're doing. All right, cool. Yeah, you may want to come to my little town's 150th anniversary. 
Awesome. Ithaca, Nebraska is having its 150th anniversary. Ithaca, Nebraska. Well, shoot, shoot me the uh, shoot me the details, okay. and I'll I'll make sure we can uh, pop up there and see what's going on. Yeah. It sounds like fun. I'll do that. I'll do it. All right, James. brother. I'll talk to you. All right, soon. Have a good day. All right, bro. I'll talk to you soon. later. Bye. There he goes, Jay Izzo, and there Ooh. we go. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.